Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Friends You Can Keep podcast. I am your host, as always, Brian Lightcap, joined by my co-host, my lovely wife, Kelly. Uh, the first thing we're going to address is this is our first show of 2022. Um, and with that, things are going to be a little different. We had noticed that uh, for a while now, because the, the interview ones that we did kind of went long, the one with my cousins went long. The one with well, Julie went long. So we've noticed a trend that we are starting to drag over an hour by like a good amount of time. By an hour. Yeah, but yeah. Some are bordering on like an hour half. Some are really hitting two. So what we've decided to do, because we also talked about the subject of, you know, at some point a show has to move from every other week. So we tried to think of how do we move this show to being an every week show. And what that essentially became was that um, we're splitting the show kind of in that the segments that used to be at the beginning of the whole episode will now be their own episode. Bonus episode. So the um, noticeable notes and the weird and wild stuff, and if we have other segments that come forward, we'll address those when they come in. Those are going to be their own we're going to try to keep them as close to a half hour as we can. This one might go a little long because of all this explanation. But um, every other week will be the noticeable notes and the um, weird and wild stuff and any other segments that come up in the future. The, and then The news kind of yeah, episode. kind of. And then your every other from that will be the main bulk episodes where we do the deep dives into whatever we want to talk about at a lengthier date so it seems overwhelming that we have such a small audience and we're already moving to like literally an episode every week but it's not really if you enjoy the noticeable notes tune into those and not the other ones if you enjoy the other ones tune into those and not the noticeable notes if you enjoy them both listen to them both but this is just a way to make it so you're not having to listen to a two-hour-long podcast from nobody's every other week. Well, and that's a longer commitment. It is Easy. a longer oh, commitment. Oh, I got, I got 30 minutes on, yeah. my, on my drive or my my walk or whatever. Yeah. So uh, we just want to get that out of the way so you know um, when this episode ends that, like, oh, well, they didn't really talk about anything that was that big. We will next week. Right. You will hear other things. Um, that's okay. Other changes that are coming, this is, uh, I was thinking about changing it regardless. I mean, well, before I get to that, we will be changing the the logo picture at some point to fit our what our show is a little better. Um, but the sign-off at the end of every episode, as our listeners will know, I've always ended, well, not always, but for the most part, I've ended this show by saying to everyone, thank you for being a friend. Um, we rang in the new year in a somber sort of way. We all had to pour a little out because the final golden girl, um, America's golden girl, <laughs> Betty White, has tragically passed, well, not tragically, she was 99 years old, uh, but she passed away on New Year's Eve, um, so... Was it, or was that just when the news... No, it was, I think it was, day? like, the morning of New Year's Eve, uh, but I have decided... That And I was going to do it anyways. We just didn't know when exactly we were going to do it. And it'll be a bit of a curve because we haven't really figured out what we're going to do yet. But we'll get there. 
But um, we can t- test drive some. Tonight's show will be the last time uh, we use "Thank You for Being a Friend." We are going to retire it for Betty one last time. In Betty's Betty. honor, we were going to retire. I mean, in honor of all of them, because I loved B. Arthur. She was great. I loved all four of them. Sure. But since the last domino has fallen, um, we will be retiring our sign-off in honor of Betty White. Uh, If I... It's just not well-known enough. I would love to change it. Like, we're dropping thank you for being a friend in honor of Betty and in honor of the fact that all the Golden Girls are dead. But as a tribute to Betty, we are ending every episode now by saying... If I had a dick, this is where I'd tell you to suck it. Yeah, but you can't really use that. I no. have to say it. Yeah, you could. <laughs> we should. If I had the equipment, I would just use that soundbite. If I had the ability to just take that soundbite of her saying, if I had a dick, this is where I'd tell you to suck it. I think it. that's just a pretty well-known. It's not a well-known movie. Like Placid is not a well-known but movie. But I think her I mean, saying great movie. That, I think that line coming out of her mouth yeah. is, has been used around the internet because i didn't remember that's what it was from but i did remember that she said that yeah i kind of thought it was one of the commercials no but that's a little too spicy that's not what your girlfriend said yeah great that's a little too spicy for a snickers commercial things are getting too spicy for the pepper yeah um and other sad not as sad but other sad news for fans of this uh show Joe Gatto has announced that he will be uh, leaving the Impractical Jokers after nine seasons of doing that show. Uh, He said that he and his wife are amicably separating, and he wants to take time away to help be a better co-parent to his children. And um, but the show will continue with Sal, Q, and um, Murr. I stopped watching that show, but I would watch it just to see what it's like with just the three of them. I mean, it's a weird idea. I don't get how the show is still on the air, but it, I had the same question for Jackass. Like, how do the people not know who you are at yeah. this point? Right, the show you... was on for how many seasons? You made one movie, two movies, three movies. The fourth movie is coming out soon. Like, how do people not know? And Johnny Knoxville was in other things. Yeah. Like, how do people not know who you are? Well, and Jackass, Impractical <laughs> Jokers never really had, like, the news. Because Jackass was in the news a lot because kid, they had to put oh, yeah. all those disclaimers at the front because kids But even were... still, Jackass was kind of everywhere. I mean, they were primarily in California, but they kind of went everywhere. It's a more of a question for Impractical Jokers because they don't leave New York. How do people in this state not know who you are anymore? Yeah, and it's not like Jackass where they put Johnny Knoxville in prosthetics. Like, it's still just the four of them. Sometimes they have on, like, very, very, very poor costume. Like... On Impractical Jokers? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but, like, they're not... No. They're not disguising no. who they are No, at it's a, just sort of like you're... They're dressed, like, as whatever they are. Like, the pizza guy or the waiter yeah. or the whatever. So, like, because they're out of their element, you wouldn't see them. Yeah. Like, if I saw one of them on the street, maybe I would recognize them. But if I saw them working somewhere, maybe I wouldn't because I don't, I don't expect to see them. So yeah. I don't think I would think like, I think that might be the Impractical Jokers. Yeah. Now, if it started to get weird like it does on the show where like they start like yelling out bizarre names or yes. following me around the store or putting balloons on me, then maybe I would figure it out. Darcy O'Queef is a great name. What was the other one? We had a, Helena Bonham Farter, Darcy O'Queef, Cranjus McBasketball. 
There was another one that I always just thought was so funny. Was it like um, Disfat Bitch? Yeah, Disfat. I was like, it's something with bitch. Disfat, yeah. Disfat Bitch. Disfat yeah. was the first name. Yeah, bitch was the bitch. last name. Yep. Disfat Bitch. Great name. We wrote a lot of those down for trivia. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that the show will continue with the three guys. I don't know how that's going to work. We'll I, watch one and let I like know. Sal. I like all of them. I think they're all funny, but... Joe was the funniest well, one of the four of them. What's the fourth one? Joe, Sal, Sal Joe, Q, and Murr. Which one's Q? Q is the one that's... He's got facial hair. He's got he's... a beard, longer hair, heavier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not the big, tall guy, and he's not the scrawny one. Who's the tall guy? Well, the one that looks real broad, like a football player. Sal? Yeah, that's Sal. Sal does that show with Chris Stefano that I watch. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does a lot more stand-up than the rest of them. Q used to be a fireman. He's oh. the one that wears that American flag scarf in a bunch yeah, of episodes. And, and Merv. Murr. Murr is the one that like lives with his mom or there's some sort of joke about him. No. Oh. He's bald. Yeah. They make fun of that a lot. And he had to wear a wig made of Q's hair for an entire season. And he has a tattoo. He has the tattoo of the ferret skydiving. Does one of them have Justin Bieber? The um, Sal has... Yeah, Sal has um, Jaden Smith. There it is. Because okay. that was a punishment. Yes. And Q has, like, I'm 34, I live alone, and have two cats. Like, mm -hmm. it's, I forget what the age okay, is, but it yep, says yep. that on his tattoo. That's why I was thinking. I'm like, there's something about one of them, but that's... Yeah, that's that, was, what, that was their yes. punishment yes. that Joe doled out to them in one episode. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so that... It'll be weird, because Joe... But Joe was the funniest, because Joe had, like, no fucks to give. Right. Like, the only time Joe ever really put a stop to things was when it was... They would want him to do something with a woman, and he's like, "Nope." And he would like immediately point to his wedding ring and just walk. like he wouldn't. It was he still yeah. made it funny, but he's like, "Nope, not doing that." Yeah. Um, Where he drew a line at certain things, but like he really. But it was rare. It he was really rare. Himself, like he had no. Qualms. It was rare that you saw him draw a line. Yeah. And I think it was probably the idea of like, sure, I'm embarrassing myself, but when this is over, I'm going to turn to you and go like, you're on a TV show. Can you sign this contract? Right. Like, I'm not doing this just for the sake of doing it. And like, really, like, what does it matter? He's never going to see those people yeah. again. So like, what does he care? And I'm sure like, he's getting paid to do it. So exactly. Like... Um, on a much happier note, I have an article here of all the records that, so we talked with uh, Julie about how phenomenal of a movie, and you've seen it now, but how good of a movie Spider-Man No Way Home is. Yeah. Um, I have an article here of all the records that movie broke. So they are the third biggest worldwide opening of all time. Wow. The, the only other two movies to beat that. Avengers and Endgame and Infinity War. Endgame and Infinity War. Yeah. Three was um, The Fate of the Furious. What? Why was this one so hyped? Because it was kind of like the first big one or the last, because it's the last Spider-Man. Like the first big one since COVID or? I think it's the last, I think it's the first big one since COVID. I think it's the third, it's the last in the high school trilogy for Spider-Man. It just seemed like it was really hyped. <laughs> well, it was the last, it was the last of the trilogy. So initially it was, this is Tom Holland's last movie in the MCU. Right. Then like right before this movie came out, the woman from sony said like no we're working on storylines further into this character he's going to do more movies within the mcu so essentially it became this was the end of the high school trilogy for tom right. holland's spider-man and now we will move on to another trilogy that 
well, I guess it's him in college. Was that it? Just that like people. Well, no, it was that. It was the. It was the idea that it was his last movie in the MCU. It was the. It was the third Spider-Man movie. There was a lot of mystery surrounding it. You knew that. Alfred Molina was coming back, and Willem Dafoe was coming back, and there was this... Right, it was just a big, a lot of buzz. There was this hope of, like, is Tobey Maguire coming back? Is Andrew Garfield coming back? We have to go see it to know, because the trailers are never going to tell you. And right. people at the internet were, like, pissed about that, which, of course, they're not going to tell but you But, like, that. why would you want to know if they are or aren't? Like, wouldn't you rather just go watch the movie? Yeah. Or, like, any of the plot. Like... But also, why would you think the studio's going to tell you that? Yeah. The biggest... I mean, they were already pissed enough that... Alfred Molina gave away that he was in it because they weren't going to tell you that anyone was in it. Yeah. They were going to spin it as Doctor Strange versus Spider-Man is Spider-Man 3. And then, like, you go to see it and, oh, surprise, here's all these other people. Right. But instead, that got spoiled and then you expected them to tell you whether or not they're in it? Like, why would they? Right. (laughs) Why would they be like, oh, the biggest shocker in a movie theater since everyone died at the end of Infinity War. Right. Here it is in the trailer. Like, no. It's not... That's not how this works. It it was just funny. Like this one really seemed like so, and it was it was a yeah. good movie. Like I'm not saying like it didn't deserve the hype. It was just strange that it's not like it wasn't an Avengers movie. Or I think it's because there was. I think it's the same thing with Infinity War. There's so much mystery surrounding like what's gonna happen in this movie. Yeah. If, when it was, it was because it did. It had the hype of like an Avengers yeah, level movie. Yeah, it did. Yeah. But I guess because. There was what Shang Chi and Shang Chi, Black Widow, and then the show, The Eternals, Hawkeye, Loki. So, it, but it, so it wasn't like the first. Well, it was the first one to not be released. It's in theaters only. Shang Chi was in theaters only. Oh, so no. The only one that got released both was Black, Black Widow. Widow, and they got sued. So every movie since then has been theatrical released only. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's that. Speaking of, uh, Loki, before we move on, I wanted to tell you, I forgot. And this is spoilers if you haven't seen it, but not really, because we know it deals with the multiverse. Um, the end of the movie, when they show those multiversal tears, looks very similar to the multiverse at the end of Loki. And people really thought that Wanda, at the end of WandaVision... Because they say if you watch the final episode of WandaVision and the final episode of Loki, the moments literally sync up together. But the creators of both shows said, like, that's not that's not what we did. We didn't do that on purpose. That's just a coincidence. Yeah, right. Which you think in Marvel that's not. But, so the, the moment is her becoming the Scarlet Witch. And then he who remains, like, is talking about how he's, everything's predicted, he knows what's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. And then he stops with Loki and Sylvie, and he's like, we've just crossed the threshold. And it's essentially, like, he doesn't know what's going to happen anymore. Something has happened that has now caused him to not know what's happening within the multiverse. And people immediately thought it was that in WandaVision. But they don't tell you, I don't think, when Loki is happening. And the multiverse they show you in Loki looks very similar to the multiversal tears in Spider-Man. So I said to Andrew, I'm wondering if that's... Because Doctor uh, Strange 2 is the next movie to come out. I can't wait for that one, but I don't know if I'm... That one looks so scary. I'm wondering if that's... 
if that's yeah. really where it is. If the end of this movie was the moment of like, this is it. I don't. When does the next Doctor Strange movie come out? Uh, May of twenty two, maybe. Oh, April so not, of twenty two. So not that long. This year. Yeah, it's in this year, but I don't remember exactly when. But anyways, uh, yeah, Endgame made one point two billion. Infinity War made six hundred and forty point five million, and No Way Home doesn't say what they made well it's still in oh opening weekend this is opening weekend no way home grossed a staggering 600.8 million dollars in its worldwide debut the only country where it is number three so it's it's number three everywhere but china where it is number two ranking behind only avengers endgame wow um, biggest worldwide opening of all time for Sony's Columbia Pictures. Sure. Spider-Man 3 in 2007 was the previous biggest. With to- Tobey Maguire Spider-Man? Yeah, that's the only one that has a third one. Andrew Garfield did oh, have a third one. Oh, that's right. Um, se- second biggest domestic debut of all time, behind only Avengers Endgame. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because it seems to be behind only Infinity Avengers. War is now third. And The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi and Jurassic World are the subsequent. I'm surprised that The Force Awakens hasn't, didn't maintain higher. Because that movie was so hyped. Yeah, but it came out before all those movies. Yeah, but I'm surprised. So Force Awakens at one point was was number number one. one, But I'm surprised that. But then, of course, when Infinity War came out, it got bumped. And then when Avengers Endgame came out, it got bumped. But I'm just (laughs) surprised that it, it didn't have a higher, that it did get bumped. Because, like, that was what? Yeah, but you have to think about Almost it. Almost 20 years of waiting. But you have I to guess. think about it. That's 20 years of waiting. So it's 20 years between this movie and this movie. Infinity War, the MCU is still fresh in your mind. Well, and, and Force have... Awakens was, yes, we were relying on nostalgia, but it was a lot of new characters. Yeah. Infinity War was the characters you all know, but they did what Marvel does best, where the trailer gave you literally clips from just the first 10 minutes of the movie so you're yeah. like i don't know what's happening yeah <laughs> i guess it's just like i when the when that movie was coming out like it just seemed like there was so much buzz yeah but maybe i mean the old the middle star wars movies were so bad maybe people were like mm, biggest <laughs> biggest december opening of all time what's well, number two does it Star Wars The Force Awakens. Oh, okay. Which opened to $529 million in 2015. A wow, plus. That didn't, I thought it came out a lot longer ago. A plus that. cinema score. No Way Home is only the fourth live action superhero film to receive the coveted audience grade after The Avengers, Black Panther, and Avengers Endgame. Ooh. International highlights. Biggest opening of all time in Mexico. Second biggest opening of all time in India. Third biggest opening weekend over in... Oh, third biggest opening weekend ever in Australia. And the fifth biggest opening in Russia. Hmm. Among smaller markets, the biggest opening weekend ever in Ukraine and Turkey. Well, they talk about those places in the movie, so I guess they really liked it. A date for China has yet to be announced. And upcoming openings include Japan. So it doesn't... This movie has not come out in Japan yet until January 7th. Oh, this is Friday. Yeah. Thursday. Friday. Because I have off Friday for a yeah. doctor appointment. 
Crazy. Um, I think that's... Yeah, that's all I have for noticeable notes. Yeah, I didn't have any because... I just didn't have any. It's totally fine. Uh, weird and wild stuff. I have a couple of things. Where are you? So we'll start with... How much time we got? Well, we'll just do that in... Maybe the next episode, because it doesn't... It's not expiry. This is more important. Um... I found an article. I don't know why I didn't think to look for weird and wild stuff, which is essentially just weird news stories, in the Apple News thing on my iPad. I never touched that app. Um, but I found it today. And it is new laws in 2022. So these are laws. This is an NBC News article of uh, laws that will take effect starting Saturday, which is today, as we're recording this, on issues from surprise medical bills to restraints for the family pet. Protections from unexpected medical bills in New kick in on New Year's Day. A new federal law. Oh, so this one's national. The No Surprises Act requires insurance companies to cover even out-of-network expenses that can sneak up, especially in emergencies. Hmm. Two-thirds of adults for fear unforeseen medical costs, according to the Kaiser Family Foundation. It says bills for one-fifth of emergency treatments and one-sixth of in-network hospitalizations include at least... One out-of-network charge. So, it's just for, like, if I go to the emergency room and I didn't, like, anticipate, yeah. like, a radiology or labs yeah. or whatever, my insurance has to cover it even if it's out-of-network. It sounds that way. That seems reasonable. Yeah. I also, like, insurance is a tough, I don't really, I'm not very well-versed in what your insurance covers and like what a surprise yeah. what they consider a surprise yeah. medical bill um or I, I guess it's just surprise medical charge yeah that makes a little bit more sense yeah. yeah in ohio students entering high school in the new year won't be allowed to graduate until they complete a course in financial literacy oh finally covering such adult issues as taxes interest rates and getting a loan Sponsors Smart. of the legislation said the state has a duty to prepare young people for success. I did have to take a class in college called personal finance. It was a math class. We took. Well, I didn't have to. It was a. It was a math course you could take. We took probability and statistics, which was literally just money. Yeah. How to bounce a checkbook, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good. That's a good one. As of January, it will be illegal to chain up a dog in Texas. Any outdoor restraint must be lighter and more flexible, and dogs oh. must have adequate shelter, shade, and water. Fines can go as high as $500 for first offenses, and repeat offenders could get jail time. So that was literal. Yeah, literal change. Because I was like, well, what are you supposed to, how would you keep your dog in your yard if you didn't have a fence, if you can't chain them? But they mean, like, you have to use, there's, like, tons of humane ones, including one that looks like a that wash thing yeah. it's like a wash line and they can they can yeah. literally go anywhere except for leave your yard piece of shit governor greg abbott i added the piece of shit part because msnbc wouldn't put that 
Piece of shit Governor Greg Abbott, who first vetoed the law, signed a new version after he was hit by a blizzard of tweets with the hashtag Abbott hates dogs. Ooh-wee, you don't want that on Twitter. A new law in Nevada makes it illegal for insurance companies to deny coverage to homeowners or charge more based on their dog's breeds. Oh. Insurers say they need to be able to account for the potential liability brought on by potentially aggressive animals, but supporters said the law protects pet owners from, quote, breed discrimination. Mm -hmm. Well, you know it's just one breed they discriminated against. Pit bulls, 100%. Mm -hmm. Um, Washington State, home to tech giants, has a new law requiring anyone selling a house to disclose whether the property has access to internet service. What does that mean? During the pandemic, the lack of internet access was a problem in many regions of our state, said Representative Carolyn Eslick, the sponsor of the law. She said it ensures that home buyers get full disclosure of high-speed internet access and seller's statements before signing on the bottom line. So, so I'm wondering. There are places in Washington where they don't have access to internet. I guess there are places in Pennsylvania too. Yeah, there's places everywhere. But it, it's just wild to well, think I that wonder, people are buying a home. Well, no, I'm wondering if it's not that you don't have access to the internet, but it would be. It's probably like if we bought your parents' cabin. They don't oh. have internet there now. You would have to get internet ran to that house. Right, right, right. So it's probably not like oh you can't get internet here, which in some places I'm sure it is. Yeah. Well, you could, but you have to pay. Well, or you would have to use, like, wired internet. Because, like, you could get a telephone. Yeah, but you would still... It all depends, because, like, Megan's family in Vermont, their house was so far away that for them to get anything but, like, satellite TV, he right. would have had to He would have had to pay for them to the, dig it, a whole yeah. new line yeah. for just his house. That is wild. And he was willing to pay it, but he was like, if I'm going to do this, I want to get money from all the other people who live up here that want it mm -hmm. after you run it for me. And they were like, oh, no, we're not doing that. Or, like, I guess you'd have to pull all your neighbors and be like, hey, let's do this. Yeah. Florida will now require child care providers to install alarms in any car, bus, or van that will alert drivers to make sure everyone is out before they lock up. Uh the law is intended to reduce deaths of children who are accidentally left in hot cars. State Senator Linda Stewart of Orlando started working on the measure after the death of a three-year-old boy who was locked in the backseat of a van for more than 12 hours. Yikes. Good old Florida. Wow. Utah becomes the first state to require makers and distributors of clothes and bedding filled with down or other material to include a label showing that the filled material was sterilized to ensure its safety. The law will apply to quilted bed covers and down jackets known as puffer coats. Is down dangerous? I don't, know. I don't like it because it makes me sneezy, but. Mm. Oregon That's says scary. cheers by allowing bars and restaurants to sell cocktails to go even after the pandemic ends. Well, Pennsylvania still allows it. Drinks must be sold in sealed containers to be opened at home where they can help toast the new year. Is the sticker thing like so that if I got pulled over. Because you know when distilled? you get... Probably. Because that's what it said, like, has to be sealed. But, well, like, when you get it, it's just in a cup. The but... Distilled Spirits Council of the United States said 15 other states enacted similar measures, which it said, quote, served as a critical lifeline for restaurants during the pandemic and continue to provide an important service of revenue as they begin to bounce back. That's P Pennsylvania had to 
do that because we didn't have cocktails to go or alcohol by mail. Yeah. It wasn't until like last summer. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're just before a half hour, so I think that was a pretty good successful run for our first episode of yeah, doing just this. A few, just a few little newsworthy notes. To yeah. You. A few things here and there. Uh, so, yeah. Look for us next week. We're, and like I said, this will be what you've just listened to, essentially, will be every other week. So if you're into this and only this, continue to tune in every other week. Uh, what next week's episode will be is the... I'll tell you it's going to be um, our junk drawer episode in that I saved so much... I save stuff all the time to like, oh, we can talk about this on the podcast. What a great topic, this and that. I'm going to be clearing a lot of it out because I figured new year, new topics. Some of it's probably old, that it doesn't really matter as the year progresses. So, we'll just start start anew. And start light. And start yeah. light, yeah. Beginning of the year, we'll just do something easy. And... Yeah. Nothing you really need to think about. No. Just a couple of... There's a lot of articles that are just listing shit, and you just discuss them, whatever doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, so thank you for joining us in our first episode of, of the year 20... 2022. I'm feeling 22. Um, and if you have any notes or weird stuff, let us know. Yeah, if you have any noticeable things, noticeable so notes, any especially noticeable notes aren't hard to come by. I mean, really, the weird and wild stuff really isn't hard to come by. But if you run across an article that is strange, if you run across any news or you things hear something that are on the radio, even weird. if it's like I don't know where I heard this and I don't yeah. really know all of it. Weird just let and let us know. We'll find it. Weird and wacky things. You can message us on Instagram or Twitter at the the friends you keep. Um or you can email us at the FYCKpod at gmail.com. It's it's just there's no the it's just FYCKPOD at gmail.com. Um but yeah. Thanks for joining us once again. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week and for you Betty thank you for being a friend <laughs>